right, y'all. Welcome to Our Healing Voices podcast and YouTube channel. I'm Aaron Lehman. I'm your host. And this is episode 35. Really stoked to have you join us. Um, really excited to drop in today with Mitchell Lubin and really get to know his heart, hear his voice, um, share what he's up to these days and, and what's bringing him life and joy and uh, what he's growing through right now. Um, so really excited for our conversation. If you're brand new to the Our Healing Voices world, I'll uh, just a couple pieces that are that have been important in this launch. Um, first off, the body, mind, spirit, wellness world um, sometimes can feel lonely. Uh, I know Mitchell's probably felt this. I know I've felt this. Perhaps you've felt this. Um, and one of my biggest pieces is like, I want more of us to know um, that, that a lot of us are doing the work. A lot of us are looking in the mirror and having courageous conversations. A lot of us are, are talking to our, our partners, our neighbors, our friends, and having courageous conversations um, to improve, to expand love, to, um, to make the world a better place. So I just want, you know, sometimes during those lonely moments over the last 15-ish years or whatever, um, as I've kind of been more intrigued and interested in the, in the you know, this healing world, um, it's felt lonely, you know, it's felt lonely. And, and then I like open up my eyes and I'm like, holy sh, I'm like, there's a ton of people doing this stuff, you know, and it doesn't look the same. I think that's the piece probably, right. That, um, that is, can be like, it just looks different. It looks different. People are healing in different ways. People are finding different modalities that work best for them. Uh, you know, we all have unique, unique voice and unique preferences, so um, here's to that. And so if you're, if you're just beginning your healing journey, we're stoked for you. If you've been on the path a long time, keep rocking. Really, you know, we're excited to cheer you on. Um, and then the second piece that I'm, I'm also focused on is your voice, our voice, Mitchell's voice. Um, our voices are so important. And sometimes I just wish, um, I, again, I understand why we don't, because it's a little bit scary and it's a little bit hard sometimes to use our voice based on stuff we learned back in the day growing up, you know, things that happened when we were younger, voices that, you know, that try to bog us down from back in the day. Um, and, and yet our voices are so crucial. And I think that that's another piece. I just want you to know um, you know, I, I, this, this helps remind me that my voice matters, you know, and it also reminds me that listening is key, right? Listening to other people's voices and being like having, having the, um, the willpower to say yes to difficult yet. So such important conversations. So, um, here's to that. Here's to your healing. Here's to your voice and continuing to grow stronger daily. And on that note, I mean, that, that's, that kind of goes right into this intro for Mitchell because um, over this last, I mean, Mitchell and I met, shoot, probably like 2008, 2009 at a coffee shop in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, which is freaking wild to me. And I just, it's so cool to be like, have this, have this call right now. Um, and I, I need to get to Florida. I need to come to Florida because I want to just hang out, you know? Um, I, yeah, I remember just loving you from the get-go, your energy, uh, your, your ideas, what you were chewing on at the time. And, and then now, over the last few years, we found each other like, you know, online through the Instagram world. 
And y'all, if you have, if you're not following him yet, follow him. The daily doses of just pump up inspiration and reminders has been huge for me. Um, whether you're an entrepreneur or not an entrepreneur, for me, it's been really helpful as an entrepreneur to like listen to you, Mitchell, because he does these uh, good day, grand rising drop-ins um, daily, daily. And you're just getting this like reminder that you got this, a reminder yes. that, that to not stop, you know? And yes. I just feel, I'm so grateful for that, your voice, because you're putting that out to not only to your family, you know, you're also a dad and husband and everything, but like not only to your family, but you're also allowing the rest of us to experience um, that transformation and that, that inspiration that you're feeling. So um, yeah, definitely follow him and, uh, and, and connect with him here in the coming days after you listen in. Um, okay. And on that note, you also, with your, alongside your wife, you guys have the Zovia collection, uh, which is like wellness products and, and amazing wellness products. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about that at some point. Um, okay. Yeah. But anyway, let's start with how are you? How are you doing today? What's, yeah, what's, the, what's the word from Florida? And uh, yeah, let's just start with that. We started our day early. Every Saturday, we got to get the kids up and out the house before they settle into their tantrums because we have a two-year-old and a three-year-old. So we have to be active from the moment we wake up. So today we went to the beach. It was extremely windy. They were a little irritated at first, but I went to Daddy Mold, Daddy Mode, and I, I did this thing that I started doing the past two years, which is digging a hole, because I've realized when the kids, any kid, I, I like, I've tested this theory out for two years, and it works every single time. When we go to the beach, and the kid sees you digging a hole, or making a sandcastle, or doing anything besides sitting on your phone and not giving them attention, yeah. they will be drawn to you. And you have created a whole new world for them for however long you're there. So we went to the beach. I dug a hole. I made it nice and smooth. I, I made some sandcastles. I got some water and made, made the sand the way it needs to be. The kids had a great time. They were up for about two and a half hours. And the plan was, before I started this meeting with you, was to have them take a nap so we can have the house nice and quiet. That failed miserably. So <laughs> they're still up. I'm here. I smell like beach sand ocean it's, it's beautiful i love it so good so good oh awesome awesome yeah that that is such a uh, uh yeah that is a, a note note for all of us uh parents right i mean the journey right the journey is yeah. you shared like to just get active and play versus the temptation to just rock in on the phone yeah like, it's a, so easy uh, yeah this this is too easy yeah like and i i've seen it I'll be at home and my wife won't give me the attention that yeah. I need. Yeah. And I'll see what I do to her when I'm yeah. giving the attention to this. And it's like, yeah. oh, oh, that hurts. Let me uh, put this down and just be in the present while I'm around y'all. So totally, totally. Yeah. I, I'm sure so many of us, I mean, I, I feel you. I'm Sarah and I just in the last week, we were like, dude, we got to start having some more boundaries around these things. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> we went out on a, we were like, leave the phones at, leave the phones at home. We're going to get up. We're not even going to look at them and we're going to go on a walk. And like, that was like, Oh the, my goodness. We were like, she, like we, we, we kissed at six 45 AM. No, you know what I mean? Like we're making out yes. while we're looking at the ocean, you know, it's like, 
Because we didn't have a phone to think about, right? The next, uh, the next thing going on. And these moments are always here. So I think yeah. it's important to recognize that because it's yeah. so easy to get lost in the sauce of what's going on in the world and come back to our time together in these moments. Because I don't know about you, but the more and more I'm, I'm aware of what's, what I'm capable of doing, the time has been going by so fast. I'll be up in the morning, and before you know it, it's 11.59. I'm like, wow, the morning's gone. Now we have four or five hours before the, the, the sun is gone, and then we're getting ready for the next day. So, like, these moments that where we can put the phone down and, you know, of course, give time for the phone, but give time for ourselves in the present and our, like you said, body, mind, and spirit. Like, I love that collection of words you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm. Such a journey, right? I mean, the yeah. the call. I think it's like there there are these reminders. I feel like they're constant reminders. You know, just fortunately, um, in a world with a lot of things coming at us, right? A lot of things coming at us. It's like mm. fortunately there are a lot of a lot of us, right? That are like, okay, ooh, you know, I've been having some neck and shoulder pain right here mm. this last week or so kind of since like the russia ukraine crap started happening <laughs> like it was like it just went right into Me my too. no joke it's right here it's right oh, here yeah like i've I'm been like, like holding tension oh my gosh i'm trying to ride i'm trying to ride my bike the other day and i'm like i can't even look over my left shoulder i'm having to do like a full a full twist this way so i can look over look look over the full, the the full batman turn <laughs> yeah exactly oh man so um, anyway, so it gets me into right the body, right? The body. All right. What's going on? Like, okay. Probably reading too much news. Okay. That check, check. Yep. Stop that. <laughs> Stop yeah. that Aaron. You know? Yeah. And then it's like, um, yeah. And then just yesterday I went to an acupuncture, like a community acupuncture spot. And the dude just took, hooked me up with some needles through here, 35 bucks. And I'm like feeling a lot better today. Just, yeah. you know, the journey of like, allowing other people to help help out with body mind spirit oh. needs you know yes yeah well mitchell let's uh so you're in florida yes fill, fill me in a little bit on as you think back on your life up till now like i'm trying to think how old you were when we met and like where you're at now i mean i'm 40 you're like early 30s mid 30s 36 okay i'm turning yeah, 37 yeah. this year yeah so when we met, I was probably, I think I just hit 30, I believe. Yeah, or 20. Yes, I don't even know. 25. I'm thinking 25, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was 20. Was it 2013? Late 20s. Okay. Um, I think it was 2013, 2012, okay. 2013. Okay. That time. Okay, rock on. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So we were, yeah. So seven, eight years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. Well how are you who you are? I guess, you know, like, as you think back on your life, were there a couple of like, key moments, pivotal experiences that shifted the way in which you view the world where right now, what, you know, good day grand rising has, has come to be, it's been, a, it, you know, it's been a creation and process, but like, you know, what were, were there any specific moments growing up or experiences that you had yes. that um, shaped, like specifically shaped you that you'd like pinpoint and be like, Oh, this thing and that thing. Absolutely. Growing up, we were under strict regulations to stay in the house 
and not make any friends. My parents are Caribbean, first generation, we're first generation citizens. And we we were we had we we had to be in the books. When my dad got home from work, you better have a book in your hand okay. and you know, run up to the door, kiss him, take everything out of his hands, and get back to reading. Mind you, we were also very rebellious because we were fortunate enough to have parents to keep us in the household, keep us with our head on our shoulders, and to keep us from right and from understanding right and wrong. Even though they were yelling most of the time, we understood the message. And so that was our that was my childhood. At the same time, my parents were extremely supportive because they always instilled in us if we're going to do something to be the best at it. And at a young age, it's kind of nerve wracking. It's like, wow, okay, so we're in Taekwondo. Me and my brothers and sisters, there's five of us. So okay. I try to picture five, four boys, one girl. Okay. So it's five of us. We're in Taekwondo. Um, we're all black belts, by the way. We've been doing this for probably 15 years. And we come from a, a strict Caribbean family. My dad's an entrepreneur, business owner, so he's he's away all day. My mom is also an entrepreneur, businesswoman. So five kids, Taekwondo, in the house. We're fighting a lot. We're wrestling a lot. We're into WWE. We're breaking stuff in the house. Our parents are coming home. I told you to da-da-da. So from a very young age, we understood right from wrong. We There were no sleepovers. So we were like serious, focused youth. We went to church, we stayed after church, we had we had dinner with our cousins, like it was a really close, tight-knit. So growing up, I fast forward, I go to high school, I go to college for about two years, and then I moved to Los Angeles because I want to be in the entertainment world. I want to be an actor. Yeah. Of course, my parents were against, well, my dad was against this. My mom, you know, she's supportive do what you want. I see it in you. Our moms always see something in us where it's like, if you're going to try it, do it now. Because when you're our age or when you're a little older, you're going to have real world responsibilities. So I moved to Los Angeles. I'm there for six years. It's going great. My eyes open up to a lot of people that moved to Los Angeles and now live on the streets. I spent a lot of time meeting actors, talking to directors, writers, producers. I myself have been taken advantage of as far as um, talent and how would you say? So in LA, in the entertainment world, they will say things like, oh, this will be great for your for experience. So we'll, we'll use 12 hours of your time, but we won't pay you, but it's great for experience. So I, I went through about two or three years of believing that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it was just like people just using your energy, and I and I yeah. and I quickly realized like, whoa, I don't want to be around this energy. Like this uh -huh. is like toxic. This is abusive. Uh -huh. um, all all in the all in the name of fame, I guess. Right. right. And I was like, I don't want to be around these people. This isn't really what I wanted to do. So this was before social media, before we can produce and write our own content and put it out into the world. So I was subjective to having a manager, doing my best to impress a talent agent, going to, going to um, 
taking acting classes. This is where all my money and time was going. Um, meeting casting directors and just trying to fit in. And I never really felt comfortable trying to fit into their box because I was raised that there is no box. So living in LA opened, opened me up to, to understand that if I want to do something, I'm going to have to curate it, curate it myself, which still took time. This, this is like, this, this is like part of building your character. You have to go through this to grow, to understand, to get to the next level of this game called life. I got that from Kanye West, by the way. Um, so LA to Arizona, I get to Arizona. I'm broke. I need a job. Thank goodness Phoenix is a hub for, I would say, like, call center type jobs, because I got like three or four jobs within the first couple of months. So I was just consistently working, 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 saving, saving, saving. Yep. And Arizona is great because it's way different from L.A. It's definitely different from Miami. Uh-huh. Arizona, I learned how to... Um, ride the bus i would never get on the bus our parents forbid that okay. um we either stayed at as when i was younger i would stay at the school till like 8 p.m until someone could get us because we weren't allowed to ride the bus yeah. um probably till about high school but in arizona arizona taught me to humble myself and i, I was kind of like reborn there mm-hmm. i learned i got into crystals i got into essential oils mm-hmm. after meeting y'all I got into yeah. essential oils. Yeah. I took a trip to the Grand Canyon. I I learned about what's what's going on in um I forgot where it was. I don't know if it's in Sedona. Sedona. Sedona the probably. the vortex. Yeah. So like I found my spirituality in Arizona, which was great because it got to it was I was able to transform into this Mitchell. Mm. So I owe a lot of this to my humble new beginnings outside of holly weird to arizona although it was extremely hot for most of my time there i was there for about six years so i took some things in and i'm the type if i'm interested in something i'm gonna like go all in so when i heard about like the the vortex um areas crystals like i surrounded myself around people that were into that when i heard about uh essential oils i surrounded myself around people that were into that because i needed no more what is this? How come I wasn't taught this? This is some pretty cool stuff. Um, and then I moved back to Miami because here we have a family business and I'm the middle child. I'm kind of the black sheep. Okay. I'm a little rebellious when it comes to, you know, being told what to do, graduate high school, go to college and get into real estate. I was like, I don't want to do any of that. That is not in my life's plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is not what I dream about when I go to sleep at all mm-hmm. come back to miami i tell my parents look um i'm living in miami now um i want to be i want to get back into the family business we have a beauty supply store in south miami miami shores little haiti mm-hmm. so i get i get to the shop my brothers are showing me around and i'm looking at our at our business and my ocd just hits the at this point, I wasn't really as calm as I am now. Like, I would just say things without realizing how it came off. 
And this is something that only the closest people to me would pull me to the side and tell me like, hey, you're kind of, you know, your, your, your vocal, your energy, it's kind of throwing people off when you, but at, at that time, my mind was like, wow, guys, this shop looks like crap. We can do a lot better. Our last name is on this building. We got to revamp this whole thing. So imagine, imagine me coming back home. My brothers had this shop open for about 10 years. I'm coming from Los Angeles. I'm coming from Arizona. Now I'm back to Miami. And it's a whole different energy. Like I'm, I'm all about Namaste. I'm all about Grand Rising. I'm saying Grand Rising now. But, you know, I'm back, I'm back in the Miami energy mindset. And I'm just off the mouth like, hey, we shouldn't have crates on the floor. This looks dirty. This looks ghetto. Why is this over here? Why is there rat poison? Why can the customers see dust on the, on the merchandise? So I'm just like, boom, 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 boom. And my brothers, I didn't really realize that my brothers, they're my two younger brothers. They are, they weren't really thinking about that because they were just in the business. Yeah. And when I get involved in something, not only do I want to be involved, but I want to elevate it and make it better. And then like play outside, outside of the red lines. Because mm-hmm. I don't believe red lines exist. I just think we have we have a uh, idea of what we can do till we're scared and then we just stay there and mm-hmm. i'm not about that being mm-hmm. comfortable for too long yeah. i like being comfortable but not for too long yeah that brought me to my so i'm in miami um i come back around 2016 and i spent a lot of time at the shop and I started getting my family to meet once a week so we can have some type of structure because if I'm going to be working with you guys and it's like working with family is the hardest thing ever so like if I'm going to do this we need to get some structure like Mm -hmm. I, I don't like to say I have OCD I just like to pay attention to what is unfolding and I, I can sometimes foreshadow what will be if things aren't taken care of. So a customer drops a Budweiser on the floor and one of our employees comes and just wipes it with a napkin and sweeps up the glass with the broom and dustpan. In my mind, that floor isn't really clean yet because when someone steps on it, it's going to get sticky. And you ever step on a tile floor and like the shoes are sticking to it, that sound, that feeling, Stuff like that bothers me. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So um, at our shop, customers will drop sodas, they'll drop Capri Sun, and like my brothers will come and wipe with a napkin and then get back to work. And I'll be like, that's that's not clean. So I'll go over there, get a Swiffer, spray it, ah, clean it, make sure it smells good. Now it's clean. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of feel like, I'm like, wow, am I like this with everybody? Do I just come off like, um, hey, I see what you're doing. It could be better if you just do a little more. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I went into like a really deep, deep dive into myself. And I said, how can I come off as being more influential, motivational, inspiring, and the first thing I did was went to YouTube and I started listening to Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, 
all the classics, mm -hmm. all the classic guys, right. like they just know how to deliver meaning in, in a way where it's like, I, I like this. This makes sense to me. Now let me listen to this for 10 hours so I can really, that's, you know, I got to like, I got to hear something over and over and over so it can program my mind. I'm all about reprogramming this because mm -hmm. um, I'm 36. So I, I always try to imagine like, okay, so for 30 years, I've been conditioned in the school board and the school system, my parents, and then every adult I've been in contact with. I'm just assuming, you know what you're talking about and you're right. Yeah. Now that I'm, then I'm in my thirties, the more and more I talk to people, the more and more I realize, man, I get, we're on the same boat. Yeah. None of us really know what we're talking about and we're all just trying our best. So let's start there. <laughs> right. Let's start there. I'm trying my best. You're trying your best. No one's better than the rest. We're all going through a healing, a healing journey. And you're meeting me here now. And there are little things we can do every single day to make this healing journey a little better for ourselves. So I did a deep dive. I started listening to motivational speaker after motivational speaker. I started getting books. I started watching seminars because now on YouTube, I'm a YouTube student. If I can find, if you tell me about essential oils, I am looking, I'm on YouTube for the next six hours. And this is a problem. I had to like separate my time once I, once I found my fiance and we got married and we had kids. It's like, okay, Mitch, no more you time for 12 hours a day. Now it's you time for four hours a day. Yep. maybe even one yep. so these kids get a little older and don't need so much attention all the time uh-huh uh-huh so here, here i am now um we, we go, I, i'm at the shop for a couple years like i'm starting to get the groove of it customers are starting to like me now because at first customers didn't really like me as the older brother that kind of brought back structure for our business when I first got back to Miami and I got back to the family business, people would stand around the register. Like no one had a concept to like make a line so people can buy their stuff and leave. They were treating it like it's a bodega, like a corner store. Yeah. And growing up, my dad didn't let us go into no bodegas or corner stores. We only went to stores where there were security cameras, you know, it was clean, it was neat. So like, I kind of wanted to emulate that so people don't try to think, oh, because you know, if you don't, if, if it's a dirty space, people will treat it dirty. Mm -hmm. I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. If it's a clean space, they'll have a little more, they'll be a little more, you know, they'll hold back. They'll try to, oh, it's a nice clean establishment. Let me make sure, you know, the kids aren't running around. So I spent a, I spent a lot of time um, kind of rebranding the store yeah. making sure things are clean up off the floor and I didn't want to come off as too pushy so I would just do it and my brothers would see me and then they'll be like hey I like what you're doing you know that's that's a good idea you know we should do it. like yeah yeah let's start let's start like doing this so I will just do it first and then they will come along so that's how everything starts yeah like everything you see me doing like, I'm just going to do it now. And because I know in my mind, I spend a lot of time studying um, uh, convenience stores. That's another thing I did. I, I went on YouTube and I was like, how to, how to op properly run a convenience store? Because 
our family was doing it in a sense where everyone's family and it's like oh no this is a business y'all we are a business so we need to treat this as a business i know we're family but we need to treat this like a business so i was the custodian i made sure i opened every morning i made sure by the time my my parents because my parents will still come to the shop here and there i made sure by the time they come there they're proud that we have a nice clean store um i made sure that the music playing in the store wasn't like anything too derogatory or like like hardcore rap it needs to be something elegant something nice that all the big fortune 500 stores are playing target beauty element so i try to mimic that and like i did my best to like change the store so it's more welcoming and people will want to come and shop and stay inside and tell their friends about it and then as i got comfortable see i got comfortable i got comfortable i started gaining weight uh, my wife's pregnant i'm stressed i'm like man like what is going on i just moved back to miami and i just got comfortable um we we have our and my wife think you know my wife saved my life i'm probably rambling right now because you, you asked i'm the, loving this keep okay. rolling man keep rolling so i meet my wife so I'm working at the store. I'm here for about a year. I'm putting the store together. And I have a son from a previous relationship that I'm constantly on FaceTime with. Him, his mother and I are just starting to get along co-parenting, although it, it, it was a struggle. A lot of the things that I thought were struggles were really me not looking within and seeing how I came off. And I realized after our first son, I had the ability to control the narrative of my voice and how I come off. I grew up thinking, oh, it's all you, you, you. And it's like, wow, why did I grow up thinking that? Because that's kind of how it was taught to me. It's like, it was all, it's you, you. So I, I, I do my best to mend the relationship with my son's mom to make sure that she's good like her mindset is okay. Um, everything's good with her. Um, she's keeping the relationships with her family and friends. So, cause at the end of the day, we have a child and have to, my job is to make sure that our son is okay. And then that I'm always checking in with his mom to make sure that our relationship is okay as co-parents. So I'm at the shop for a year. I start dating again. I go on Tinder, I'm like, I want to meet some people and I'm a social butterfly. Um, some people are okay with that. Some people are not. And I just got to be myself. Mm -hmm. So I meet, I meet Tanika. We go, we go have sushi. We, we hit it off. I'm like, wow, this is the first person I swiped right on. Like me too. And we go out to eat. We hit it off. Like, that's cool. That's great. We started dating for a little while. I'm all into the business. And then she shows me, she, she, I guess she trusted me enough to tell me, hey, I kind of do this on the side. And by this on the side, she showed me what, what she does on the side, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is before, like, we even thought about, like, making a website, selling it to people. Yeah. So she's like, try this. Well, like, oh, this is pretty good, man. Where'd you buy this? She's like, I made it. I'm like, what? You made this? 
are you selling this? So my mind immediately just went to business mode. Like, okay, are you selling this stuff? How much do you have? How much can you make in, 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 in 30 days? Yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. oh, no, no, no. I guess make this for my family and myself. So like we went from dating to like straight into, um, I guess, business. Because uh-huh. like somehow I convinced her, okay, can you make a dozen of these? So let's see what we can do with this. And I'm still going back and forth to the shop. Um, I moved back in with my parents to save money. And I'm working at the shop. And I'm dating my now wife. And when I leave the shop, I go straight to her house. And, like, I'm just watching her create candles, body butters. And I'm just in awe. I'm like, okay, what can I do to help you? Because if this is a, a hobby, like, and, and she's into using all natural products. This is nothing. She's vegan. So that, so she taught me, I'm over here, I'm still eating meat. And I still do eat meat here and there. But when I first met her, I was 100% vegan. I was trying to impress this girl. Like, what, what do I have to do for you to stay with me, for, for you to uh-huh. like me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but so fast forward, um, we spend a lot of time together. I, I do a lot of, I, I shoot her a lot because she wasn't really used to being on camera. And I was like, look, look, you're very photogenic. Like, we can really do this. So I'm like yeah. building her confidence because in my mind, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. I'm two years ahead. Like, I, we already have a YouTube channel. We have an Instagram business page. And she's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just start slow. Let's take pictures. And then like two or three months go by and there's like an event in Hollywood, downtown Hollywood to like, to like set up a table and, and do vending and have people come and try your products. So we did one. She had like a handful of candles, a couple of butters, a couple of soaps. And we did one event. Yeah. And that's all it took her to realize, oh, we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. It took three months of convincing. It took one night for her to say, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Um, awesome. awesome. And sometimes I think that's all that's all people kind of need. It's like planting the mustard seed and then continually watering it. Like, okay, something's going to pop up one day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that brought me to, okay, so I'm with her. I'm opening up the shop. Um, we have our first child. We're, we're selling, we're selling, we're selling, we're selling. And then she's pregnant again. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, Mitchell, you got to start making some money. You got to start doing something with your life because this is mm-hmm. child number three. Mm-hmm. The one from my previous relationship and then two from my now wife it's like you got to do something where you can leave a legacy where your name is remembered because my dad left his legacy we have our business he still wants me to get into real estate but we're, we're slowly getting there because i i need to get all my dreams out first mm. i need to get my dreams out first pops but but um, Amen. Amen. <laughs> love it so the second child's coming. The first child, she did a home birth. She was, she did a home birth. She was serious about it. I was just here to learn. I learned so much on that first child. Um, I learned so much about food with the first child through her. Second child comes, I'm opening up the shop every day. And one day I go on Instagram, I take my phone. I'm just like, let me just say something. Cause even though I'm having a, a crappy morning, let me just say something to the my followers and my audience so I can give off some good energy because I, mm-hmm. I run the business, the Lubin's discount Instagram too. So I yeah. wanted to like create content so people can be drawn my way. 
So at first it was just a good day, Grand Rising, everybody. I hope you're having a good day. Um, don't give up on yourself. Stay focused. Bless up. That was it. It was basic. There was no real energy behind it. And someone and someone from Instagram sent me a DM and was like, yo, that message you sent this morning brightened up my day. So Aaron, you know, yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay, let me try this tomorrow. Let's see what happens. Let me do this tomorrow. So the next day I was like, good day, great rising, everybody. Hope you guys are having a great day. Stay focused, productive. Don't give up on yourself. Have a great day. I didn't, I had no full monologue. I just yeah. I just put it out. Yeah. And then same thing happened. Someone else hit me up. Someone liked it. I was like, okay, my endorphins just went up. That felt good. Yeah. Someone yeah. sent me a yeah. DM like, hey, that was great. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, I have a monologue for 49 seconds. And I take from my teachers, I call, I call motivational speakers my teachers. Yeah. Because I kid you not, I think we're surrounded by teachers our whole life. Now we're at an age where we can pick and choose the teachers, you know, mm-hmm. okay, I want this group of teachers to teach me this philosophy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I would take quotes from them. I would insert it into my grand rising message. And then I would make sure I'd say the same thing every single day. So people know that, look, you can stay focused. You can stay productive. You can stay motivated, you can stay inspired, and you can stay hopeful. As long as you don't give up on yourself, you can make these things happen for yourself. Mm. Although it's hard, and I, I'm not perfect, but yeah. the words, I understand quickly that words matter. Mm. So mm. it took a while to get consistent with it. But once, once I found it, once I found that sweet spot early in the morning before people get to the news and CNN and all the other nonsense they're going to feed us throughout the day, yeah. if I could deliver that in the morning, then this is what I'm going to do moving forward. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 And now, yeah. So on that note, follow the dude right now on both his main page and good good day grand rising because both i mean i'm loving both of those and the zovia collection follow yes. follow and learn more there too um yeah oh my gosh such an awesome download to to just hear it laid out like that that's so freaking magical to me i'm like i feel like i was watching your uh watching your show that was like yeah that was beautiful so a couple pieces that jumped out as i was hearing you um first off i'm going back to like childhood right? Yeah. Where you were like, you had parents, entrepreneurial parents who were hustling. I mean, it sounds yes. like from, from what, from what you're describing, I mean, eight o'clock, they're getting you at school at eight o'clock at night or whatever. Yep. Like they were really committed to their craft, committed to their business, committed to their, you know, their visions um, with five kids. Right. I mean, so yes. there, was, there was reason they were hustling, right. They were hustling. So yeah. you, you saw that model as the middle child, um, I mean, you guys were, you guys were all freaking black belts. That's wild to me. That's wild to me. Um, so, but all had this like very high bar. There was yeah. this very high bar that, um, even though it was a little chaotic at home sometimes and whatnot, y'all had this very high bar when it came to studies, when it came to 
um, yeah, what you, what you were doing each day. Um, anyway, so you kind of got this implanted in you, um, then kind of go have your adventures and kind of like discoveries in Hollywood or Hollyweird, as you just, as you said, Mm -hmm. where that was really, that was really interesting to hear. I mean, just that, um, because yeah, you had this dream of being an actor, right? Yeah. But then you go spend six years in, in LA, Hollywood area, and you're just like, ooh, not sure I actually want to be used, sacrifice, mm-hmm. sacrifice aspects of myself, right? You know, yes. whatever, like in order to get there, in order to mm-hmm. make it. Um, but it the the dream of creativity, like your creativity passion didn't stop right no. I mean, like that that i mean that that i think when i think of actors i th- just think right it's, you just have like that creative spirit just like inside yeah. of you like freaking like, it gets halted when someone's yeah. like cut we're not going to use that that wasn't a good one try it this way and we're just like but i have this vision so having that control and not being able to express it yeah yeah it yeah kind of dims the light yeah. But that, but it, it dimmed your, yeah. I mean, you were like, okay, not going to sign up for this world right now. That's not it. But then you go home or, you know, do Arizona. That's like hustle, save money. Um, dot, dot, you know, family stuff, go back to Miami and, and attention to detail. I mean, all, like, is because I, I'm, I feel you on like the you're like I was ah, maybe I'm a little OCD. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm, I feel you. It's like you're just attentive, right? I mean, you just from your upbringing, perhaps, but you know, like also just your own development. Like the attention to detail was important to you, yeah. And you brought that um, probably like as a middle child, as you see, like the you know your younger siblings just being freaking bonkers. And then you got your, you know, so you probably were like the peacemaker trying to like, we got to clean this. We got to clean it up. Yes, like this exactly. is crazy or whatever. You know? We got to do better, y'all. Come on, they're watching us. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so then you get, um, yeah, really start to bit by bit just model. It sounds like you did a did an incredible job just modeling for, for yeah. your brothers who were holding it down at the shop. And yeah. then eventually they were like, okay, yeah, let, I, we can do this. Let's do this. Um Oh, and I love like your, your passion for learning and just like you said, like, I mean, you, you know, YouTube, the teachers, right. Your teachers, yes. like that's um, that is powerful right there. Yeah. Right. Where you just daily saying, okay, this is, I choose to grow this. Right. And you said, you talked about your mind. You were like, mm-hmm. I got, I got to, I got to rework this baby. I got to rewire. I got to program it a new yes. right almost like yes. program it a new so oh and then i mean the guys you you mentioned i'm like heck yes heck yes <laughs> right and when you get on they that get when you get on that when you get hooked on that those <sighs> downloads i mean you just are freaking amped all day right i mean it's like a, yeah yeah there's yeah. no once you get hooked on those downloads it's like the moment you start feeling a little doubt here comes that quote from tony robbins that's in the back yeah. of your head yeah yeah. Here comes Les Brown. Like, don't yeah. give up on yourself ever. It's like, yeah. I hear you. Let me get back to work. Cause yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, and that's, whoosh. that is one of the, oh man, isn't that, I mean, 
as I, as I'm thinking about that reality, right. It's, um, as an adult, right. I mean, the willingness to grow Mitchell, right. The willingness to grow and to realize we are in need of healing, expansion, Mm -hmm. cleansing, Mm -hmm. right. I mean, we all had things that went right and wrong growing up. Right. And we all did crap in our twenties that maybe were questionable, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Maybe it was earlier than that, you know? So I feel like a lot of people just are like, oh, well, this is who I am. This is who I am. But I, what I hear you describing, I just hear you describing like, I will continue to learn. I will continue to discover, right. And, and learn and like, just absorb Again, not necessarily perfection, right? I think that that's the challenge. I mean, I would imagine you, like we have some similarities where it's like, wait, why am I freaking stressed out right now? Like, I know that it takes six breaths, six deep breaths and a little time out. So outdoors, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, 100%. Right. When, um, when people say this is just who I am, I agree. Like, this is who you are, but there is more, right? Like, there's a hundred percent more than who you are. Cause yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. You, just, you know, you've had a, a tough break. Things yep. are working out for you. And now you're saying, this is who I am. This is what I have, but life is long. I mean, yeah. just imagine you're in your thirties. Uh-huh. Is it 30 years of who you are now? Or did it take 30 years to become who you are now? So mm-hmm. in a couple of days, if you just fine tune, if you just, you know, just fine tune a little something up there, you can work on becoming something better than just who I am now. Mm. And yes. I, I only say that because I did it with myself. Yes. 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 Totally. Totally. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's, I mean, again, powerful. I, I So that cre- that creative spirit, is not like right that's that's what's allowing you to bring the the good day grand risings i mean right the daily mm-hmm. there that creative spirit allowed you to go into the shop and be like all right shh, here we go shift here we you know like this is how we're going to take this to the next level right yes tanika you said your your wife right she's she's got this brand like she didn't have a brand like she had products and you're like holy crap, this is so good. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. The weird thing is once I said it with my mouth, she knew exactly what she wanted to do with this stuff. She knew exactly what she wanted to do, to do. but I imagine her showing this to someone in her family and they're like, Oh, this is, this is okay. It's good. And then it stops. Yeah. There's no praise. There's no like, Oh, shock factor. Yeah. And it's like some people, don't really know that there is more that goes along with this is good. This is great. And thank you. There's like another side where it's like, instead of just thinking, okay, yeah, this is cool. Thank you. Then there's like another side of acknowledging and then building up because not everybody this, and this is, this is probably something you can understand. Not everybody can see it, but some people know to go above and beyond. Like if you're, if you're talking to someone and they kind of have a frown and you're like, man, if I crack a smile right now, they'll probably smile too. So, right. Like you just made me smile. So, (laughs) or like, um, 
who was I listening to? They were talking about body language. So I do this a lot at the shop when I'm at the register checking out customers. I can immediately feel their energy while they're waiting for their change. So sometimes they'll just, they'll stand like this. And when I hand them their change, I too will stand like this. So they can see that this is how they're standing. And they will, nine times out of 10, change. They'll be like, oh, I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize. And I did it one time, Aaron. Yeah. Ever since I did it one time in the work, I do it every time now. I do it every time. Just to help re- help remind people of what. Yeah. 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 If they're standing like, I'm, so I'll be like, and they'll, they'll look at me. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, oh, yeah. Let me, yeah. Loosen up. Relax. You're getting your change <laughs> back. You just bought something you need. Like, this is good. <laughs> yes. You know? Oh man, I'll catch myself in interactions, rocking some of this, and I'm like, dude, what was yeah. going on? I'm like. I'm like, am I cold? Am I cold? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, just, and that, and that attentiveness, right. I mean, that you, mm-hmm. that you bring to life, right. Where you're able to, it's, it's one thing that you called out this, like the products, right. That your that your then girlfriend w- was creating. But then I hear you saying like, it's another, it's another thing to then help continue to like, Mm-hmm. be be that voice of right i mean i think i think most of us um and again this is why i love love following you know love following you on the daily because it's like i need it daily we yeah. freaking need it daily you know i mean my brother you know my brother would be like we need prayer daily you know like yes and depending upon different people's paths like whatever you need you know like i, I need some less brown daily like i know when yeah. i'm locked into that that world of when I'm getting my Mitchell Lubin download or I'm getting my Les Brown download or I'm getting my, you know what I mean? Like when I'm getting those downloads, I go after my business in a different way. Yes. I go yes. after my, I, I, I show up for my wife in a different way. 100%. It's just different. It's just different. Cause you, cause you're getting reminders to be like, be present, you know? And you're just like, well, of course, of course, but, but living that, Right. When you get like when when you're listening to somebody talking about being present. Oh, my gosh. Time can like everything can like fade away and you and I are the only thing that matters, you know, like and it's just like here we are in this little anyway. So presence. Right. Listening to things that. Again, not easy shifts. Right. Especially when we've got synapses that have been hanging out for 40 years. Right. I've, I've got some synapses that I'm just like, all right. All right, when, hey, uh, I, I want to uproot you, but I kind of like, you know, like there's a, like a addictive, you know, an, an addictive nature yeah. there, right? Probably. We are anyway. working on it daily. Oh my gosh. The, the best part about this is the awareness of knowing that it's there. Because yeah. now the next step you, you make is your choice. Like mm-hmm. there's a point where, okay, I was ignorant towards this. I let this take over my life for five or six years. When people lose weight and they have their transformation story, I'm always like, when was the day? Like, what was the event? What happened where you were like, this is the last time I'm doing this? I love asking that question because then it helps me understand like, wow, okay. I had a last day I'm doing this and you had a last day you're doing this. You took it to the extreme. You lost 150 pounds and you look great. And possibly on that journey, throughout that journey, people kept saying, wow, wow, you look better. Wow, you look, even though they've seen that person lose lose weight or they've seen that person big for 20 years, 
the reminder of, wow, you're doing a great job. Like that can do so much to somebody just fanning their flame as Will Smith Mm -hmm. said in one post in one quote. Mm -hmm. So I think we all have the ability to fan people's flame just a little bit, Mm -hmm. just a little bit. Mm -hmm. I try to do that every time I see someone that's like, Oh, I have a little business. Let me, let me see it. Well, don't hide it from us. You have an Instagram. I feel like I'm the Instagram guy. Do you have an Instagram? Because at our beauty supply store, a lot of the girls come in and they do hair. Oh, I do hair. And then here I come. I got, I, I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I have to correct them because you don't just do hair. You are an artist. Because yeah. when I see their work, I'm blown away because not everyone can do this. Yeah. And how old are you? I'm like, oh, I'm 18. I'm 19. But I'm like, well, are you making any money? Because there's people out here that make a lot of money doing this. And for some mm-hmm. reason, it comes natural to you. So I'm already in that mode where it's like, okay, let me fan your flame a little bit. So the next time you see me, you'll be like, that's the guy that told me to keep going, yeah. even though I have other distractions in my life that pay yeah. no attention to this skill I have. Yeah, yeah. Some of us have that in us. And a lot yeah. of us can recognize those that have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fanning their flame a little bit. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, and that, I mean, I mean, you fanned my flame a couple of weeks ago. You, you know, like you sent me a sent me a message and just reminded me like, keep going. And it was yeah. like, just those little, yeah, that fan in the flame. I love that. It's such I watch, a- I watch your, when, whenever you post, I'm always going yeah. to, and maybe I, I should do a better job at letting people know, Hey, I just saw this episode. I thought it was great. That's oh, something yeah. I definitely got to work on. Cause like mm-hmm. I'll watch people's content yeah. and yeah, I'll like it, but there's more that needs to go into a Like if you watched, uh, I, I went off to your website to listen to an episode which means I got to come back to the post and leave a comment. It's like, there's yeah. so much that goes into it that some of us get lost in. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching, I've been watching mm-hmm. your content. I'm like, man, Aaron mm-hmm. is doing it. Aaron mm-hmm. is doing it. And whenever I, something comes across my mind, there's a group of people that I will reach out to mm-hmm. that I know that know me in real life. That's another thing. I'm not really reaching out to strangers. Yeah, You're only getting that because I know you in real life. I've met you in mm-hmm. real life. I hugged you in real life. Yep. I met your wife. I, I, I'm pretty sure I met your mom because I remember yeah. a conversation she had me one time. Yeah. So it's like I'm touching those people. I'm reaching out to them because I know like there's something there. Mm-hmm. That's why I reached mm-hmm. out to you because I'm like, Aaron, that's my guy. He's still in Arizona. He's still doing his thing. Him and his wife. Like, let me go ahead and hit him up real quick. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to respond, but I, I still said, yeah. like, Let's just- oh, yeah. I mean, that's the piece, right? I mean, I think when when you have that, when that comes to you, Right. Or when you see something, I think there is, it does, uh, it reminds, it reminds us that we're not alone, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, like, and I think so often so much of our culture is, is, uh, can feel real, like, oh, it's this balance, right. It's this balance of go and do your independent work, right. Go be independent and like, get your, create your stuff, right. Be in, independent. And I think there's a, like, that's hell. I, I don't think there's, there's health there, right? There's health and there's energy there. And, and that's, I mean, that's the studying that you described earlier, right? Yeah. That's that, like when you're locking in. And then there's also this interdependence, right? Where it's, it's not, it's not over the top dependence. I can't move without Sarah encouraging me, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I can also move on my own, you know, like there's the, but it, but it also, I feel like, I don't know. I've heard people say like, don't go over the top independent 
and don't go dependent, like have this interdependence where you're getting the both, the both and where you have, you have relationships and friendships yes. that are like reminding yes. you. Um, I think that, I mean, over the last eight years of like entrepreneurship business stuff, it's like, I feel like that's the challenge, right? Is to, yeah. to just keep staying faithful and keep believing in the vision, right? Yes. And yes. not allowing like one hater or one, I mean, I'll give like my, my grandma, bless her heart, love her, 93, almost 94 years old. Um, wow, bless I'm not, I'm not sure how, how, how much she believes in my podcast vision, but mm -hmm. you know what? And, and, and in moments I can get like super triggered and irritated by that. I'm like, hold on. Understandable. I'm like, I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, wait, this like, really? This is, um, but this is that, this is real. Like, this is real. Yeah. Like you had like some voice, right. That's just like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's, even though she's never like looked me in the eye and said, I do not support your, you know, like it's just been, um, energy that I've like through other messages and stuff. So all that to say, how do I focus on the cheerleaders? Right. Right. Cause there's exactly. actually, there's so many cheerleaders that are like Mitchell keep going. Right. Yes. Tanika keep going right there. There's so many cheerleaders that are saying that to us, but for some reason we focus on the freaking little, you know, the one person, like the one little, you know, they, they, that, that man, my dad was that person. Uh -huh. He was that person. Um, when I was 21, uh -huh. I was doing amateur boxing. And my dad was against it. I was going to the gym. And I, I didn't even mean, I didn't even want to do amateur boxing. I didn't want no one punching my face. But I, was, I went to the gym to get in shape so I could impress girls. Okay. So I, go yeah, to, yeah, I signed yeah. up for a boxing gym. I'm like, this is a great way to get in shape. My dad's like, no boxing for Lubins. Like, damn, I'm 21. I can, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> so he's like, he's against it. Yeah. So like, I'm in boxing. I'm doing it for four or five months. And a coach comes up to me and goes, kid, you have the spirit. Like, imagine Mickey from Rocky. It's like, that's what, because like, this was before I moved to LA. Like, I'm into watching movies. So like, I'm like, wow, a Mickey, like this guy really sees something to me. So my dumbass is like, let me try amateur boxing. So he's like, can you be here every day at six? I'm like, yes, sir, I can. So I start showing up. I start meeting the team. I'm like, I love this environment. It's like supportive. Like you can do it. And like, this was building my character. As much as my dad was against it, yep. little did he know that what I was going through was building me to be the man that I am today. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the anger I had kind of like dissolved into punching a bag. Uh -huh. and then i get hit in the face the first time training for uh, uh sparring yeah and um i didn't like it but i didn't die yeah right <laughs> i didn't break my nose like it hurt but i'm, I'm still here i'm still learning I, i'm like i'm, I'm kind of stronger i'm my body's coming together yeah. and so i stay i stay on i sign up for a fight it's on a Saturday. My brothers know about it. My cousins know about it. All my friends know about it. My dad finds out about the fight. He comes to the fight. He sits in the front row. As soon as the bell rang, guess who was the loudest one cheering me on? 
when he was actually there in the moment to see me Ooh. do my craft. Wow. And I could have, yes. yeah, I was like, oh, dad, yeah. mister, I don't want you to do this. And here you are in front row cheering me on. Wow. I won that fight. And the kid I was fighting, he was like really, he was like a long, he was like a tall kid with long arms and like, yep. like, you know, I kind of like got the points. I didn't knock him out. I just, you know, yeah. I boxed by points because yeah. I had the trainer. Make sure you get those points. But after that fight, I was like, wow, it kind of doesn't really matter like what the people closest to us say, because when they see you in your greatness, they will know. And, you know, it's like I never like told my dad, oh, I told you so. It's like because they know he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also hurt when he was yeah. like, no, I don't want you to do boxing and being the rebellious person that I am. Um, when it comes to that type of authority, I did it anyways. And to see him turn around and be at my fight and like be so, so that was, I heard him say, that's my son. I have it on, I, cause I used to like record everything on camcorder. So I have it for my history. So I can show uh -huh. my kids like, look, your grandfather was against this, but you hear the person yelling in the back, that's your grandfather supporting me. Uh -huh. Um, uh -huh. so that, so that, that experience let me know whenever someone says, oh, you're still doing the Grand Rising stuff. It's like, I'm not paying attention to you because there's 20 people over here that can't wait for it every morning. Yeah. And I had to learn too to leave the haters alone and focus on the cheerleaders. I went yeah. so long giving the haters my attention right. and it will prevent me to do things that my cheerleaders needed. Yeah. And the only yeah. person that it kind of hurt was my myself. Yeah. And... Yeah. I, for some reason, would give the people closest to me more power over my actual ability, which would hinder my talent and my progression. Mm -hmm. And something happened, something clicked where it was like, I'm just going to do it anyways, because I have an audience that wants it. And I have a yeah. tribe that likes quotes. And I have a tribe that likes when someone says grand rising to them in the morning. I also realized doing Good Day Grand Rising that a lot of people don't even get greeted in the morning because when I open up the shop, I'm usually whenever someone walks in because we open at eight in the morning. So yeah. we're, we're getting all the draggers like, oh, it's Monday. Oh, I got to kiss the bus. Oh, I got to go to work. Not around Mitchell. You're not bringing that energy to me. Good morning. How you doing, Mrs. Johnson? Hey, by the way, we have the water on sale too. Buy one, get one. It's like, I got to give it to you. Otherwise, they're yeah. going to give it to me. And then I'm going to be at the register like, yeah. my neck hurts. Why is my neck hurt? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. over here spazzing out on my wife for no reason. Like, babe, are you okay? Like, you know what? I'm not. I think, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. That energy. Right? I mean, that's as you're describing that, what you, what it's like. We all have these energy, like this, this energy, right? And it's like, it's okay, real. who, you know, we're, we're going to, I remember having teachers, right? You had teachers that, teachers that were like there, loving it with you, wanting yeah. to be there. And then you had teachers that were like freaking checked out, stressed out, you know, like not there, like wishing it was the weekend, you know, and it's just different energy. It's a completely yeah. different energy. And it's, you know, I mean, it's part of being, I can't, I don't, I got some rough hours. Sometimes I have some rough days when I'm like, yeah. you know, on the wrong, wrong train or whatever. Sometimes I get yeah. on the wrong train <laughs> without realizing yeah. that I'm like, wait, I just got on the wrong train. Why did I get on the wrong train? I just wanted to remind myself why I don't want to be on the wrong train. 
Exactly. That's right. right. This doesn't yeah. feel good. I don't like how this feels. It's so I'm stuffy. Control my feelings. Exactly. Totally. Totally. All right. So let's say. Um, so a few more questions. I'm I'm loving everything you're sharing. Thank you for being here. So grateful. I'm loving this. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh yeah. So grateful. All right. So on it. So w- when you are, let's say you're having an off. You're not feeling super grounded. You're, you know, it's a rougher day or something does kind of rub you the wrong way or something like what are some strategies that you're using to just reground out, recenter and just feel better to then show up to, you know, offer, offer your best self, you know, like what, do you have any specific strategies or things that help you? I mean, you've talked about the YouTube, uh, your YouTube teachers, but what, yeah, what's, what are some of your go-tos? I, whenever I'm having a rough day at the shop, I know that it's just, I've been able to train my mind into understanding that it's just a transfer of energy. Before, I would just tough it out. I'm having a rough day. Like, I get home. I'm not really a friendly husband to be around. Mm -hmm. And then I learned that it's just a transfer of energy. So now I'll drop on the floor and do 10 push-ups. My wife would tell me to do something at the shop right then and there because she studies she studies a lot of um, personal development, um, yep. healing. She studies Queen of Four. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen of Four is a is a I, I, I'm going to butcher explaining what she does. Yep. But long story short, she she helps women find their inner goddess. So my wife yeah. studies this stuff and then. Yeah. Every now and then she'll give me a nugget. She sees I'm frustrated. She's like, baby, you should try this. Here's some tea. She introduces me to yoga, which like, why haven't I been doing yoga my whole life? Like, man, how come they're not pushing this in school? PE, no, yoga, then PE, and then yoga again. She's like, great. But so now I do, I'll do push-ups. Like I'll get down, me and my brothers will do like, we'll have a push-up challenge day. If, yep. I, if, I, if, if I see he's frustrated, the first thing I say is, are you drinking your water? Because now, now I know if I don't drink enough water throughout the day, mm-hmm. you're getting a different version of Mitchell. If I'm not mm-hmm. hydrated, I'm dehydrated. I'm relearning how to keep this avatar in good standing. Mm-hmm. For 28 years, I would not give this that much attention. Yeah. You know? I haven't really had like bad skin issues, but I have better skin now that I'm controlling what I'm putting into my body and controlling what I'm consuming visually and listening to. So Mm -hmm. whenever I'm having an off day, first thing I'll do is I'll change the music at the shop to jazz. Whenever we play jazz, I'm getting a little, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I'm turning, I'm like, I'm, I'm cocooning into like, I keep changing butterfly skins, I feel like. Because mm, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. I'll hear music by accident and it's like, what what was that song? And I'll like, I'll look it up online. I'm like, wow, I like this artist. And then I'll obsess over this artist for like a month or if it's jazz or if it's anything. Uh-huh. So uh, the first thing I do is change the music. Because yep. I got I'm at the shop all day. I'm yep. listening to the music. I get to control if the customer comes in and hears uh, 
here's uh, Lauren Hill, Josh Groban, um, Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, or some rap and hip hop, which we don't even play anymore. Cause now my brothers understand what music does like to you if you're listening mm -hmm. to good music, high vibration. Mm -hmm. So it's the music. It's the, I'll drop down, do push-ups, get my heart rate up. When I get my heart rate up, I can focus more on catching my breath and my breath, which makes me not focus on anything else that made me feel a certain way. So when you talk about breath work and you talk about take, like, I am there. I, mm -hmm. I, I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast and um, Wim Hof or something mm -hmm. Hof, someone Hof yep, was yep, on there. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And I went straight to YouTube after that episode and just digested everything that he talks about. I'm like, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's sitting in the bucket of ice. Like his, his temperature's going up. Like, okay, so the breath has a lot to do with how we go throughout our day. And and then, you know, when when I when I when I focus on my breath and when like say a customer is getting me frustrated and I'm controlling my breath, when I'm controlling my breath, I swear, like in the matrix, when Neil's like like when everything's like wobbly and then it like stops and it's focused, it's like, wow, okay. <sighs> Drawing my breath. And then you see everyone else, their breathing is a little off. They're like, <sighs> their breathing is more intensified as, as they shop or doing everyday things. It's like, wow, wow. Not only does, it's like, it's almost like magic. Yeah. We live in a magical world mm -hmm. and things happen, things like, Things are putting things are put in front of us to keep the magic away from us, mm. and mm -hmm. I think I think it was Gary Gary Vaynerchuk that said the fact that we're even alive right now is a miracle, and it's like how did we forget that we're a miracle? Mm -hmm. How did we forget that we were a worm or like a a thing right, that went right. into a body after yeah. fighting off sixty billion versions of us? Yeah. And then we grew into this thing and we forgot that we're miracles. Like wow. we're walking electron miracles that can wow. make things up and make things hmm. and we can breathe and control our breath and our emotions. So hmm. Hmm. first thing I do is I change the music. I, I, I try to get my heart rate up. I try, I work on my breath and I guzzle water. If not water, then thanks to my wife who introduced me to tea and, and herbs. Um, I'll, I'll text her like, hey, babe, I'm having a, you know, my neck hurts, my head hurts. Like, what type of tea should I drink? Because she leaves me with a reservoir of tea. She got awesome. my mom into it. And so, you know, I'll drink some hot tea. And I'll try to get myself back to center. Mm -hmm. Whenever I'm having an off day, I follow every single one of those routines. Music, yeah. push-ups, water, or tea. And, or I'll go out into the sun. Oh, man, the sun. When I was young, we were told to stay out the sun. Who taught these people this stuff? It's like, and then I get older, it's like, oh, the sun actually heals the body. I mean, not too much of it, not too hot, but like, right, sunrise and sunset, those are like magic hours. How come no one taught us about magic hours? It's mm -hmm. like, so I'm relearning all of this stuff, Aaron. Yeah. Yes. And I'm consistently reminded about the magic in the world when I can control my breath and my emotions. It's like everything becomes clear and you can pay attention a little bit better when you can control your breath, your emotions, and you remember to stay hydrated.
drinking water was kind of difficult for me because I would I would only drink water when I was like thirsty. Yeah. Anything sugary wasn't around. Yeah. And coffee wasn't around. Like I'm not drinking no damn water. But now yeah. water is the first thing I go to when I wake up. Last thing I drink before I go to bed. Yeah. And it's like I gotta stay hydrated because totally. I don't like the person I am when I'm like I'm thirsty. What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Love those. Love those tools. That's, that's amazing. And so, and so huge. I mean, just little shifts, right? The push-ups piece is such a good reminder. Yeah, I've heard so, so much from Tony Robbins where he's like, like shift your state, right? Yes. So, like energy wise. Yeah. It's, it's easy to right when the brain is amped, how to like get back into like, Oh wait, Hey, actually I've got this body actually, I got this. right. I'm this Come energy, on. energy being this miracle. Right. But the brain is like a lot of us again. I mean, what a trip. It's a, it's such a gift, right? This is such a gift, yes. especially the more, I love how you said like what you listen to, what you vision, you know, what you're looking at. Um, I mean, so much of that is influence and then how we perceive, perceive reality and respond to reality. Right. Where you yes. said like, Oh my gosh, I'm more in touch with my breath. Okay. Then I can breathe with, whatever you know whatever comes my way versus yes. like yeah yeah being on edge dude so to, um, good so good I, I used to listen to um morning talk radio every single morning when i'm driving to work mm-hmm. i will listen to the breakfast club i will listen to npr and this was t- this is this was around the time like trump was just getting to office so it was nothing good okay people right, were right. upset people were tense like every day it was something about the country and it's like i'm listening to this driving to work this is how i used to start my day mm-hmm. this is before i would i would so i would get to work and i would be tense i would be rude with customers i'm like where why am i so like where is this coming from mm-hmm. and i cut that off mm-hmm. i took off the radio i take my phone i connect my bluetooth and i have okay it's gonna take half an hour to get to work i have a 45 minute Jim Ron video. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's yeah. my lesson for the day. Yeah. And doing that completely changes how I have an outlook on life mm-hmm. and the customers and what I have to do for the day. Mm-hmm. Just by tuning out of the worldly noise. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just none of this really is helping anybody. And if it's not helping you, this if your words aren't helping us Mm -hmm. i just cut off all that morning nonsense and i'm and i'm like why did i give this attention for 25 years Mm -hmm. like i'm on like i would wait to i would wake up ready to listen to some gossip like why why did i do this Mm -hmm. to myself imagine the things i could have done in my life if i would have just came to this conclusion at an earlier age Mm -hmm. but I guess we, I needed that. I guess I needed that. I guess, you know, that's part of, that's part of it. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's part of it. Think about how you and you and Tanika are parenting right now. I mean, it's a different, it's a different ballgame, the way in which you're Mm. showing up for your kids. I think that that's the, that's what's going to keep shifting it. So the fact that you're made the discoveries in the timeline that you did right now, now you're creating a a, a unique space and, and it doesn't mean your kids won't be challenged by, the, the the powers that be and the distractions and all the hey come you need this you you know like 
get locked in here, you know, like they'll have their own challenges. But I think yeah. my hope is, is that, right. I mean, I feel like a lot of 20, 30, 40 year old, you know, I think a lot of us are like, wait, hold up a second. Whoosh, clean out the eyes a little bit. Like this is a freaking miracle y'all yes. this is a miracle. Like, can we just like stop all the chaos? Can we stop the chaos? And could, you know, could the powers that be be a, uh, more honoring, you know, could, could we invite a more honoring reality and honoring system, yes. and a loving, a loving world, you know, like, and I think a lot of, I think we're calling that forward. I pray, you know, I, yeah, I, I hope I really, well, you, hope. Keep, you keep doing these interviews. You keep letting us use our voice on your platform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your calling yeah. will be heard by yeah. the masses. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll, yeah, we, you'll have this, you'll have this because what you do is amazing. You get to interview like the most interesting people and mm -hmm. they get to be on this, on this library of all of your, what is, I'm on episode 35. So yeah. for the rest of my life, yeah. I'm going to be telling people, Hey, y'all, I'm on episode 35 of Aaron's podcast. Um, no, um, living, oh, sorry, what's the name of it? No, yeah, you're good. Our healing voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our healing voices, baby. For the rest of my life, our healing yeah. voices, I'm on episode 35. So yeah. for us, whatever episode, you, 100, 500, you're on a network. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm on episode 35 for history, for life. So <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what was I going to say? And the kids. Okay. So yeah. my, the real reason I'm doing Good Day Grand Rising, because yeah. a lot of the adults, a lot of us, we understand we have things to learn. We, have, we understand we have things to unlearn. Uh -huh. But for, for the kids, there is something happening with the youth and their confidence that I don't like. I do not like what's happening uh -huh. because a lot of the teenagers that come into our shop, yeah. something... There is, and it's, you know, it's probably happening at home and it's probably happening at the school. It was probably this pandemic for the past two years that kind of messed everybody up. I'm going to contribute. A lot of it was from the pandemic mm -hmm. and a lot of the, the, the kids are living this new reality because the parents don't know what's going on because the powers that be don't know what's going on. And they have a terrible job of communicating what is going on so which means the parents have a horrible job communicating to the kids what's yeah. going on and now the kids are going to be the ones taking care of us when they're our age and their confidence is shattered so i started this as a grand rising message and then i'm like wait a minute i can use these words to build up confidence in the youth yeah. and when you yeah. mention how my kids, yes, they're going to have challenges. I can't protect them from the world. But right. what my parents did with us was made sure that our confidence was here. Yeah. Because when they when they immigrated here from the Bahamas, from Haiti to the Bahamas to Miami, yeah. like it takes a bold person to make that type of move. Like your confidence, like, I think about what my dad went through just to even touch the beaches of Miami. It's yeah. like his confidence must have been at an all-time high. No social media, like... You know, no yellow pages, no Yelp uh -huh. to review the airline or the whatever cruise ship he came on. Because uh -huh. I, I always tell myself, we have to interview our parents because in their life, they have a story, a movie, a book that we need to know the story about. And same thing with my kids. They need to interview us. Your kids will need to interview you so they can tell your story. And it's like a little booklet. Now we have uh -huh. social media so we can make like stories. But yeah. the confidence of the children I am like rebranding like the way I talk to the yep. youth 
I'm not talking to them like they're kids and I'm not talking to them like they're adults that live a life of ignorance, but I am talking to them. And when you can talk to a teenager and you, they can see that you're not talking through them. You're like, I'm talking to you. Like, I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. I'm not your school teacher. I see you. I see the direction that you think you want to go in Hmm. and you know, when you talk to the, to the youth, like, oh, you're an old head. You don't know what you're talking about. Right. And you're probably right. But the person that I'm seeing in front of me right now, it's not really you. You were taught this and mm-hmm. you can relearn a better way of mm-hmm. handling things. There's no reason why a 15-year-old should be at a beauty supply store with their clothes half off mm-hmm. and when I see the guys, like some of the some of the kids that come there, the teenagers, they don't like to see me. They do now after we talk because yeah. our first interaction is them sagging their pants. Right. And I can't stand to see a brother and his ass or his uh-huh. boxers. Yeah. And they're dirty. I can't stand that. First of all, learn some hygiene. Second of all, but the youth, there's no reason someone should come into our shop half naked. Even the young ladies, I'll let them know, hey. The less clothes you have on, the less respect these older guys are going to give you because they don't see your age. They see you as something else. And some of them receive it. A lot of them appreciate what I say because I'm not saying it out of anger. I'm not saying it out Mm -hmm. of spite. I'm kind of just educating them. Like the young brothers that come in with their pants sagging, I let them know, hey, did you know that came from prison when somebody made you their girlfriend? you would have to sag your pants so other people know that you're taken. And the minute they hear that, they're pulling their pants up. It's like, now my dad didn't take that approach. If my dad saw us without a belt on, there was some yelling happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And my dad has a voice where if he yells, like you just start to cry. It's not like, it's not that you're you're sad or you're you're angry. Like he has such a deep voice, like James Earl Jones in like the Lion King playing the Mufasa or like Darth, Darth Vader, like they naturally have a deep voice. So you pay attention when they when they talk, like sit up straight, like, oh, quiet, my dad's talking. But like mm-hmm. when they yell at you, oh man. I, I remember as a kid just crying because my dad like saw us like in the front yard without shoes on. Or like, like he never liked when we were outside or like when we wouldn't tuck in our shirt. Like when we were in middle school, like the cool thing was to have your shirt tucked out. Mm-hmm. Now with our parents, now with these first generation immigrants, we had to have our shirt tucked in, our hair had to be combed, mm-hmm. collar, shirt iron. And like if my dad ever saw us outside of those of his, you know, which I commend him for now. Like yeah. I so appreciate my parents for being so hard on us because I don't know what's happening out here with these kids. Who is letting you leave the house like this young lady? Mm-hmm. How old are you again? You're in middle school. What? No. Mm-hmm. Sir, who's letting you leave the house like this? Your hair's not brushed. Your pants are sagging. Your nails are dirty. Like, what is happening? So seeing this at work, talking to the customers, it kind of, it's like, I thought I wanted to do this, but life is telling me I need to work on this because I see, I, I have this audience every day. If I can like work on this daily, if I can have the right words to say, if I have the right delivery, if I don't come off as a know-it-all, 
if I come yeah. off as a student, because I am yes. always going to be a student. At the end yeah. of the day, I don't want to be a teacher, but yeah. I'll teach. I don't want to be a teacher. I'm just mm -hmm. a student that kind of just, I just have this addiction now to write. Now, mm -hmm. now I write it down because before I used to try to memorize it and then it would go to crap. But mm -hmm. now I got to write it. Yeah. But I thought I wanted to be this. Life is, teaching me, life is pulling me over here. And now I have this relationship with the teenagers and, and, and the youth. And I'm, I'm building relationships with the youth. And then the adults are seeing what's happening. And like they will maybe or maybe not naturally fall in fall into line or take little mm -hmm. take a little bit here and there but i know if i start with the kids with my kids because yep. i'm like i'm always like be the person you needed when you were their age and it's like oh i can recognize the 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 16 17 18 19 year old even the 21 22 23 even the even adults in their 40s and 50s like i'll talk to them and when they talk to me They'll tell me, oh, you're not like you're not like a lot of young guys your age. I'm like, I'm not because you're not really talking to me. You're kind of talking to all the people, all the motivation, all the motivational speakers I listen to. That's who you're interacting with, because uh -huh. that's the vocabulary you're hearing coming out of my mouth. Uh -huh. It's not me. These are the right. authors that I've studied. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there. I mean, that's that. Yeah, dude, I feel you on that. Right. I mean, it really is. It's a. It's, uh, and that's that unity that that's that oneness, right? I mean, it's like, yeah. it, it's you, but it's not, it's them. It's, it's, it's us, right? Like when you're yeah. speaking truth, speaking life out, you know, to somebody, it's like, it's a uh, part of that. I don't know. That's a little out there, but you know, that, that, uh, that one, one love energy, right? Where yes. it's like, okay. We got to um, understand that if we're not here for each other, that we're just going to go into chaos. And there are people out there that want you to be angry all the time. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're taught anger for a long part of your life, but there's another side of anger. And mm -hmm. it's actually the opposite of anger. Mm -hmm. Acceptance. Accept yeah. who you are. Be willing to learn. And don't give up. Because if yeah. you give up, you're dead. Yeah. Please don't yeah. give up. Yeah. Not around me, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah, I mean that's that's a uh, yeah. What? Okay, two final questions. Sound good? The yeah. First one is um, so one of the challenge, like as being a being, yeah, a man, <laughs> being being a guy. Um, obviously, unique experiences we've all had, right? Any any man listening to this, you and I have each had unique experiences. Um, but the other day, I was like, I was fr kind of frustrated at this reality of. Um, I feel like I'm allowed to be, oh, I, okay. This is it. I was, I was being vulnerable with Sarah just saying, oh, you know, I'm kind of like struggling a little bit on my confidence level with this, you know? And, um, I mean, I was raised by counselors, so I'm like usually pretty comfortable being vulnerable. Like that's right. usually a pretty comfortable, <laughs> that's, I'm usually like, yeah, I'm not afraid to like, be like, yeah, this is really what's happening or, you know, this is really what's going on. But for some reason, like with Sarah, I was having a little bit of like, I didn't want to admit that I was struggling. Yeah. And, you know, and I think there's, I was expressing to her, I was like, it's like, men are allowed, we're allowed to like show anger or confidence. I was like, are these like, the, like, it's like, you're allowed to be confident or angry. <laughs> like, yeah. 
it's like we're not necessarily encouraged to be like, oh, you're feeling sad right now, Aaron. You're feeling a little overwhelmed. Like, oh, no, no, you can be angry or confident. That's it. You know, it's like and well, yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I know you and I are both on this personal development train choosing to be on that train most of the time where we are choosing to fill our confident bucket our you know our positive energy bucket as much as possible mm-hmm. and also the spectrum of emotions are so it's so huge you know I don't want to pretend to Sarah I, you know I don't want to pretend to you that I, I wasn't that I was confident all last week you know what I mean like in <laughs> yeah. actuality I was like struggling with my neck and shoulder pain and I was getting in my head and you know all sorts of stuff how do you how do you deal with that how do, how do we can like do you think there's a need for a continued shift of like just how do we support young people or one another you know fellow brothers like to like be our be real you know like yeah not necessarily wallow all the time, not necessarily, you know, live in that dark, you know, the dark space, but how do we allow, like, allow people to admit, like, you're safe here. Mitchell, hey, man, if you ever need, you know, I mean, even I'm just like, if you ever need a listening ear, right, I'm like, dude, just freaking reach out to me, like, let's, like, to drop in, and I can just hold space for that not confident and not, you know what I mean, like, yeah. What, what any reflections on that on that whole? Yeah. There there there's always moments where you're going to need some help. You're going to need someone to ask questions to. You're going to need you're going to need someone to speak to you. Mm-hmm. I think people kind of take down their wall when they can see someone else being vulnerable and sharing their story. So maybe you'll go somewhere and you're looking for motivation, but the person you're, you're trying to get the motivation from doesn't really give you what you need. And then they tell you something a little transparent about their youth, or they'll tell you their aha moment, or they'll tell you all their failures. And then boom, they'll tell you the day something happened. And you're probably like, wow, okay. So I'm kind of there. Yeah. And if I just keep going, or if I just keep talking, if I find, if I, if I can find someone to talk to, or if I can talk to someone, or if I can help someone that I see in a situation that I've been at mm-hmm. and overcame, then maybe that will help me a little bit if I can go back and help. I always find it humbling mm-hmm. to give advice about something that I personally go through so if i'm talking to like a young father at the shop and they're buying diapers and i can see physically that they are frustrated they had it and my conversation is your wife has been frustrated for nine months she's been carrying your bundle of joy for nine months if she's breastfeeding she's probably going to be breastfeeding for a year or two or three some people do it for four years so this moment of, of frustration and anger that you're having right now with her or getting these diapers or going to the grocery store, doing these little things, it, it's, it's, it's a blimp in, in the existence of however long you're here. So, you know, think, think about that sometimes. And whenever 
one of our customers will come in and they just had a baby and it's like, oh man, like I'm having a tough time. It's like, I get it. Times are tough, but tough. What is, who said this? I, I'm going to say Jordan Peterson because I heard him say it, but I've heard many people say this, uh-huh. how tough times build strong people, strong men or something like that. Tough times uh-huh. create strong men. And that's just the beginning of the quote. Yes. So yeah. yes, you're going through a tough time. Good. Maybe not good right now, but if you can understand that this tough time is building you up to be tougher for the next, because tough times are just going to keep coming. If you think, mm-hmm. oh man, this is the toughest time I've ever had. Let me just check out. And no, mm-hmm. because you, when you were young, you didn't know how to tie your shoe and you were frustrated until you knew how to tie your shoe. You didn't know how to ride a bike until you were frustrated until someone taught you how to ride a bike. You saw someone, you tried it, you fell down. Someone probably helped you, but maybe someone didn't help you. But you know how to ride a bike now, do you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you remember all the struggles before you know how to ride a bike? Not really. Exactly. Yeah. I think the lessons yeah. are kind of everywhere and in a lot of people, if you can pay attention. And I don't know. Yeah. Some, some sometimes you just need to see someone like like sharing their story with you and letting you know that hey I'm not perfect when I was your age I kind of went through this this and this so here's some wisdom for you so you don't have to go through it I feel like our parents are always like <laughs> kind of living through that fear spectrum like you have to do this this and this because when I was your age it's like but mom dad when you're my age like none of what is existing now even existed so like it's not the same but the wisdom i understand the wisdom is there but the reality is completely different so the fear get this they'll probably never get rid of the fear because we're always babies in their eyes and i'm speaking from my parents because they still kind of treat us like you're still my baby ma i have three kids now (laughs) But uh-huh. I still, you're still my baby. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love, I love what you're saying. I mean, I think the vulnerability does build, build bridges. Vulnerability mm-hmm. is a part of life, right? I mean, rough times, tough times are going to be a part of all of our journeys, right? And it's going to yeah. be like, how do we utilize those, those moments? Take what we were meant to learn. I mean, my mom's going through healing, healing, you know, tumors, like healing, like a, a tumor in her on her lung right now and you know it's like we're learning so much right it's it's you know i could say it sucks right it's yeah. but 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 really this is like we all needed this freaking like download from the universe like my mom you know i, I feel for her daily you know yeah. like but it's like we're learning so much you know so it's a, a yeah anyway but that's that personal development right the personal development yes. that we've done to get to this situation, which then is like, Hey, you know what? I mean, what a fragile life this is, right? Yes. Just in general. I mean, what a gift, it, you know, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow, let alone my mom. It's not just her, it's me, you know, like, yeah. so let's keep learning. Let's keep discovering anyway. So that is part of being a human, right? The, yes. the, the roller coaster. And also what do you do as you're on the roller coaster? Like, all right. What lessons, what lessons am I learning? My neck and shoulder hurts. You know, my low back hurt from like my, you know, for about 15 years, I had back, low back. Look at this view. Yeah, exactly. 
and then we're going down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, man. You're such a gift. I love this. Um, those love of you, too, yeah, those of you who have joined, really grateful, really excited to to have had you here. Um, Mitchell, final question would just be kind of your so 20,000 people in the building. Yes. You know, honest, as I was hearing you speak, to be honest, I, I, as I was hearing you share a little bit earlier, I was thinking, um, well, when you were talking about teenagers and, and breathing confidence into the teenagers and the young people, right? Um, and healthy self-respect and all the, you know, the different things yes. that, you're, that are important to you. I was like, man, I could totally see you at your, you know, like going in and doing presentations in schools and yes. companies, you know what I mean? Like where you're like able to literally be like, all right, here's my hour to freaking just get, you know, get, just help people shift. Right. Yeah. Just continue to remind people to fan people's flames, to remind them of their giftedness. Anyway, just as I hear you talk, it just freaking pumps me up. So 20,000 people in the room. Um, one day, one day we're going to have 20,000 people listen to episode 35 over this, you know, in the coming, coming days and That's days right. and months. Y'all check it out. Episode 35. I'll tell them. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. What are, what are your final pieces you want to leave with folks? What are the, fi- you know, you've dropped so much wisdom throughout, but what, like, if you were like, all right, here you go. Here are my, here are my final two or three pieces I want you to walk away with. Okay. So I'm going to, always try to share the, the, the victim mentality blockage. I don't know where it comes from. Obviously it's a programming, but if you can kind of work on this on yourself and it's gonna, it's gonna happen a lot faster for some people, depending on how they were raised and the, and the motivation that they've been, that, that's been pumping into their ear. But if you can work on this one thing and it's, it's becoming a victim of yourself, it's possible to become a victim of gossip, tragedy, many, many things that happen throughout your life. The most important thing that you need to remember as a youth, as an adult, as whatever you are, if you're conscious, you're alive, is to not be a victim of yourself. If you could, look, forget about the thief in the night that's after your purse. There is a thief in your mind that's after your promise. There is a thief in here. And you didn't plant them here. This person invaded your mind. And this person that is this thing, this energy, it's like it's making you think like you're not worthy. So if you can work on that victimhood mentality, you can completely change your life 100%. And then you'll have enough light to, to, to help people spark their own match because we're, we're surrounded by so many people whose matches went out years ago. Okay. And you could be the person, if you have a little bit of light in you and you can give some of your light and just tap their match, and or, or or your flame is on and you can just help them like do that thing where two lighters come together and one lights the other one like we all have it in us and you'll be surprised how much little effort it takes to make someone feel like wow you see me i will always tell people to not be a victim of themselves 
I will always share my experience of when I would talk down on myself. And I always, I, I, I always let people know, like, whatever you're thinking about, whatever you feel, you, you've you been taught to feel this way. So if you're listening to something and it doesn't feel good, shut it off. If you're watching something and it doesn't feel good, shut it off. If you're trying to figure out why you're always angry, why you're always, why you always have anxiety. And I'm like, let me see your YouTube history really quick. And it's 65 videos of keeping up with the Kardashians or basketball wives. Then it's time to start doing some unsubscribing from what's keeping you in this, in this low level energy. And it's time mm -hmm. to resubscribe to some new energy, some new teachers. I will always preach you are what you listen to, you are what you eat, and you are the friends and associations you keep. Because this is what I understood. And it's 100% true. The moment I started focusing on myself, what I wanted for my future, my family, the way I wanted to, to live longer, the way I wanted to feel about my body, so many distractions left. Friends, I thought were friends, disappeared because People will see you changing and they're either going to say, oh, oh, you've changed. Like you weren't supposed to. No, we're supposed to change. You met me oh. here. Okay. And, you know, I'm a caterpillar. But caterpillars don't stay caterpillars for the, their whole lives. Like we're supposed to go through a, a moment of stillness. Stillness is when we're in the cocoon and we're relearning where we're getting rid of some stuff that's not going to help us fly, like we're losing the weight, we're, mm. we're, we're transforming into this entity that's going to completely change how we live our legacy or completely change the lives that we come in contact with. And then people will have the nerve to say, you changed. Or, or here's, here's my favorite one. Who do you think you are? Oh, I love that one. I don't answer. You know what I, who do you think I am? Who? Because... You thought I was, and now you're, and now you're confused. I would be confused too, because I don't know who I was. I couldn't fly last time you met me. Now I'm flying. Mm. Who do I think? I don't know who I think I am. I know how I feel and I know where I want to go, but who do you think you are? Yeah. So I will leave people in, in, a, in a room of 20,000 students or, or, or an, a, a room of 20,000 audience members to never be a victim of yourself. Work on what you say to yourself. Work on what people are saying to you and how you receive it. Work on how you feel after leaving a, a, a place or, or, or pay, pay more attention to how you feel after you, you spoke to someone. Pay attention to how you feel after you ate something. Pay attention to how you feel after you were in a place that didn't make you feel really good. Pay attention to all these things because there are magical things happening all around you that are trying to get your attention. And it's going to be up to you whether or not you are aware of what's happening, how you feel, or whether or not you're going to spend another day, week, month, year, not wanting to be better. And there is a quote that Jim Rohn says. He says, you can get wiser, stronger, and better. If there's anything, if there's anything 
you want to try to do is to get wiser, stronger, and better. Because the opposite of that is death. Wow. Wow, Mitchell. Oh, my. So freaking good. So freaking good. Yeah. Like, man, bro, I um I gotta thank my wife and my kids yeah. for yeah. humbling me mm-hmm. and to like I gotta thank my parents too, because mm-hmm. you know, the more adults I speak to that are my age, like people my age, it's like wow, y'all didn't get the downloads that were available to you. And now you're 36 and your mind is still 19. This is a scary place to be because you have kids, you have a job, you have da-da-da-da, where your mindset is still high school. Like, mm. bro, we were out of high school for 20 years, man. We, mm. we got to get it together. Mm. Come on. I always mm. talk to the guys that are, that are my age or women that are my age that need a little direction. Whether they'll take it or not, they know when they're coming at, to Lubin's and they're going to stand in front of our register for two or three minutes, that there's a conversation that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't do it to everybody, but there, there are some there are some individuals that that want it, but they yeah. don't know how to ask for it. Yeah. And they, they keep coming back to you because they know, OK, what's, what do you have for me, Mitch? I heard your good day, Grand Rising, this morning. It, it spoke mm-hmm. to me. Now tell them, well, what do you think? What do you think of that? Where, where, where in your life do you see that you can just like fine tune something? Mm-hmm. I know you have a business, but I don't see you. And I, I, Aaron, I am the guy that's like, you gotta post content. Like, a lot of people do not like when I say this, but then mm-hmm. once they start posting content, they come back and go, "Oh, Mitch, man, you know, if you didn't tell me to post that stuff that week, it's like, yes. Why'd you mm-hmm. yell at me when I tried to convince you the first time? Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's like, come on." Like yeah. you have a page, you have a great product, put content out for people to see what you do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, I don't like myself. Then they do it. And it's like, I'm loving this new business and all this new money I'm getting. It's like, yes, mm-hmm. like do it more. Yeah. I believe in you. Yeah. Mm. Mitchell, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, just really proud of you. Really proud of you Thank and really you. excited, really excited to keep growing alongside you, dude. And, yes. uh, ha- you know, however intentional you and I choose to be, I'm, I'm grateful for our connection right now and, and excited to see, I mean, who knows what sort of uh, co-creative endeavors might come to be in the, in the future, but I'm just, I'm open for everything. I'm appreciative of your willingness. I'm so appreciative of your willingness. Those of you who joined us today, um, episode 35 of Our Healing Voices featuring Mitchell Lubin, please um, find his info in the, in the description, in the comments, like make sure you, you get locked in, get locked into what he's putting out on the daily um, and, and be inspired. Um, I think that, you know, if I'll close with one thing, it's just, may we continue to have courage yes. to, feed, to feed ourselves, to feed ourselves to feed our mind, right? To feed our being with goodness, you know? May we continue to have courage to do that. Um, No, it's not always easy. It doesn't seem easy, but really, you know, but switching the channel is okay. Clicking unsubscribe, like you said, is okay. It's okay to unsubscribe and find new new, uh, new teachers, right? And so, Mitchell, thanks for being a teacher to me. I'm grateful to be learning from you and, and alongside you. And wishing everybody a beautiful rest of your day.